Hello everyone, welcome to Narcissism Recovery Podcast, produced by the Magnolia Healing Center. I'm your host, Yitz Epstein. In this podcast, we will be delving into topics related to narcissistic abuse, codependency, childhood wounds, childhood trauma, mental illness, and all things narcissism. The purpose of this podcast is to bring widespread awareness and healing to the global epidemic of narcissism and codependency. It is my hopes that with this podcast, we can collectively create an environment of health and healing for you, the individual, and for the world at large. Let's begin. Hi, everyone. Thank you so much for joining me for today's episode. Today, we're going to be discussing the power of self-talk. So have you ever noticed yourself having a conversation in your head? Have you ever paid attention to this conversation that's continuously going on in your head? Have you ever wondered who is talking, who is talking to who, who's the conversation with? You may have also wondered what the meaning and significance is behind this conversation. So in this podcast episode, I'm going to be discussing these specific questions and why it's so important to pay very close attention to this conversation that we have in our head and how to use it, how to uh, observe it and ultimately use this conversation for healing and for, for health. So as we know, everything in the universe is made up of energy. Every thought we have, every word we speak, every action we take, all of it has a unique energy and a vibration. And this vibration has a life or a resonance of its own, a power that extends outward beyond this very specific moment and really beyond time. These energetic vibrations are essentially the language and the currency of the cosmos, of the universe. And your self-talk, which is made up of words, uh, which uh, ultimately has an energy, uh, positive or negative, it's received by the cosmos. So in this conversation, which is constant and continuous, we are going to be continuously be having this conversation with the cosmos, with the universe, and as a result, attracting into our life that which aligns with our specific words, with our specific vibration, with our specific self-talk. I like to imagine sort of a large quantum field of awareness, and we're always communicating with this field. Uh, we're telling it what to create for ourselves in our life, what to attract, what we need, what we don't need. Uh, this field is does not judge. It really has no bias or opinions. It just responds perfectly in kind. It mirrors the energetic request or the vibration, and then it goes about creating our life based on what we create, uh, communicated to this quantum field to create. Now, everything that has ever happened to us in our life, everything that we are currently going through can be traced back to an inner conversation that we had with this quantum field where we at one point uh, agreed to a certain thought or idea and ultimately then it manifested into our lives. Now, much of this conversation took place in early childhood where our self-talk got set up. So we were exposed to certain conversations around us, our superiors, our family of origin, our culture, and these thoughts dominated our mind and we never, let's say, paid attention to it or we never uh, took responsibility of cha to change it. And as a result, we still have the same conversation, the still, still have the same uh, self-talk. Most people are not aware of their inner conversation. Most people haven't necessarily uh, checked in to understand what, is, what does it mean to have self-talk and, and really observed it. So this conversation is usually the same self-talk we've had since childhood, and that's why we create our childhoods in adulthood because we're having the same conversation, same energy, same frequency, same vibration. Uh, it's going to create the same exact life in essence. So if we are in a possession of cruel, criticizing, negative self-talk, chances are that we were exposed to those things early on and surrounded by people who self-talk was, was very much the same. Now, if you've ever found yourself shaming or judging or criticizing someone in your head, uh, perhaps you even do this to yourself. 
this is essentially a, a strong negative stream of consciousness. And, and when this happens, in essence, we are actively engaging in a conversation with the negative forces of the universe. And these forces uh, are, in essence, fear, shame, guilt, and things like that. So if we are fighting with these forces, if we're entangled or if we're like allowing it to run its course in our life or we're agreeing with it, especially if we've been doing so since childhood, then in essence, we are going to uh, be identifying with the stream of consciousness as our own. And then the negative thinking is going to affect us in negative ways. Essentially, our consciousness is going to become lowered. We're going to become a very negative person, a very critical person. Uh, our actions are ultimately going to reflect that. And what we create in conjunction with the aforementioned quantum field for our life is going to be chaos, negativity, and, and misfortune. And this is the issue. This is the dangers of negative thinking and negative self-talk is it has the potential to ultimately uh, break us down, to, to create chaos. When we, on the other hand, speak nicely and with compassion, when we engage in healthy and peaceful self-talk, we are engaging with the powers of the universe that are positive, such as love, joy, happiness, and peace. And these energies are infinitely more powerful and creative. And when we do engage in them, when we identify with them as our own, when we think them, when we speak them, essentially we speak this life into existence, that of positivity, we manifest health, happiness, abundance uh, at a much more rapid rate. So conversations that we have with other people essentially are just sharing our self-talk. And this ex exchange of energy is what connects people. And uh, you'll see this very often for people who have very strong energetic connections. Let's say they have uh, had many conversations before, let's say an intimate partner, or a marriage partner. This energetic exchange could actually just happen in thought alone. Uh, in essence, their self-talk is engaged in a conversation without words even being expressed. And uh, this is where you see sort of couples that have been together for a while, almost finishing each other's sentences or saying, oh, I knew, you know, I knew you'd say that, things like that. This is the basis also of telepathy. Uh, this is why you could quite literally talk to people in your mind by imagining having, having a conversation with them. And then they're able to feel that energetic exchange, even though they don't, they're not aware of this going on and even though they're not actually there. Uh, and this is also how you send healing energy to people because the world of energy is not based on space or distance. Uh, or time, and, and really that has little relevance. So once you send that energy uh, through through your mind, through your self-talk, through the, sending that energy out, imagining them, and then uh, sending them, let's say, healing energy that has the power to, to affect them in a positive way. Now, we don't often realize that other people are responding to us based on what we think and feel and are talking about them. So let's say we have this sort of a preconceived notion about somebody that they're rude, demeaning, disrespectful, and then we sort of put that energy out there as we talk to them. We're going to, in essence, get a response out of them based on the energy that we're putting out. So yes, it's possible that they are this way, but in essence, our expectations of this person oftentimes are the very are, are the thing that is creating this relationship, this exchange, and uh, and our expectation of their response of who we think they are is ultimately creating their response. Intuitively, they're going to be responding to the energy we put out. So if we are to change our attitude about someone, if we were to change our conversation in our head that we have with them or our self-talk about somebody or towards someone, their response is usually going to change because in essence, they're to feeling a totally different energy coming from you towards them. And as a result, that's how we uh, uh, change our relationship to someone or something. Now, this is also the root of killing someone with kindness, right? The expression, kill someone with kindness. And, and when, the idea here is that when somebody comes at you with criticism, hate, and negativity, we have the ability through non-reactivity to respond and choose to respond however we want. If we choose compassion and acceptance, 
their low vibrational energy, which is you know fear, shame, guilt, is not going to be able to to hold much weight uh, against the much stronger, higher vibrations, and and ultimately, immediately, it's going to be disarmed. And this is why you'll see someone who is mean and cruel, and then when you show them compassion, they'll just start sobbing. You know, when you show them, let's say, love or you're kind to them, because their defenses will fall away as the love of compassion and care penetrates deeply into their heart, and it ultimately breaks down the defenses of their pain, of their wounds, of their hurts that they created for protection, and ultimately it's able to penetrate their heart and, re and, and reveal the vulnerability and the fragility of the human being inside. So from an energetic perspective, there really is no difference between a spoken word and an inner dialogue, self-talk, uh, since both of them are broadcasting a certain energy that is ultimately going to be mirrored in our experience by the universe. So while it's important it, to be mindful of what you say, obviously, you want to say kind, compassionate things. It's also important to be mindful of what you say in your head, your self-talk, uh, because that's, in essence, creation. And, and from a creation perspective, we're always sending out an energy that is creating the future life we have, the circumstances that we will eventually live in. And that's why you definitely want to be mindful of this self-talk and, and, and ultimately what we're broadcasting, what we're putting out, what energy, we're, 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 what frequency we're, we're sending out. Now, this quote, which is one of my favorite ones by David James, it's goes like this, be careful of your self-talk, it's a conversation with the universe. And when we are having a conversation with the universe, it's like we're constantly communicating with the universe or, the, or God or the higher power, which are whoever uh, we decide to, to believe in. And ultimately we're asking you to find people, to find situations that match, that validate our self-talk, our thought process. So with this awareness, now that we can see that we're doing this, if we can become aware of our self-talk, we can take responsibility for it and, uh, and assure that our self-talk and our conversation in our head, if we're speaking to our higher power, is one with compassion, one that aligns us with our dreams, with our desires, with our, with our highest intention. Now, most of the things that we say to ourselves are, in essence, our childhood conversations replayed over and over, as we mentioned a little bit earlier. So in order to create a different outcome in our life, we much, must match the conversation in our heads with our highest desires, our highest intentions. It's so important when we're creating our reality, when we're manifesting our best, highest life, that we think in terms of success and abundance and as if we already are in possession of what we are speaking into existence because the moment we say it and believe in what we're saying and trust the universe or trust our higher power, what we say is gonna create the reality that we will eventually live in. So in essence, our words are creating a reality and the words that are spoken, obviously, but the words that we think are also very much creating our reality. So we must fill our mind and thoughts to expect health, abundance, happiness, to be that, to be health, to be present, and truly embody life and accept who we are with love. Because by doing so, this is an energetic vibration that will match us with our highest self and uh, that which we broadcast will eventually be mirrored back to us. So unless we change our self-talk, the reality will be the same because the energy hasn't changed. So we have to change our self-talk. Now, the following is a tip that I'm going to offer here on what to do when we are filled with negative thoughts and negativity in our life. So often we are surrounded by negativity and it seems impossible to, to think positive thoughts. Uh, so here's the thought. Here's the thing. Here's what we want to do. We want to do what we can to observe the negativity. Once you observe it, of course, that's, that's non-reactivity is observing it. And once you do so with compassion, you are able to hold on to a higher state of consciousness, compassion, very high state of consciousness. And in this, in this compassionate state, negativity cannot exist. So negativity cannot exist, is, exist at the vibration of, let's say, compassion, peace, and love. 
So when we cultivate an energy and a thought process of compassion, and when we embody the present moment, which in essence is observing your reality with, with, uh, with space, with detachment and with compassion and with peace, we start to raise our consciousness and ultimately we enter into a place that negativity has no power. So you can't defeat negativity by fighting with it or enmeshing with it or, or defending against it. You can only do that through presence. And when you do that, when you do observe it with compassion, ultimately it, it completely disarms it and, uh, and, and, and it has no power over you. So when you get into the habit of speaking to yourself with compassion, observing life with compassion, and, and being at a state of peace, any type of, of negativity, negative programming, or negative thought streams will essentially lose power and will not be, have the grip that it has uh, over you. Suddenly, what happens when we do this is we're transported from the darkness of the world of thought to the light of observ observing and uh, with presence and being being in a place of peace. So if we get into the habit of doing this, eventually uh, there'll be no place for negativity. And as a result, the universe will only bring us that which aligns with positivity because we will fully uh, embody that. And as a result, our life will improve drastically. There'll be much more health, much more abundance. And as all in response to our choice in what type of thought stream, what type of self-talk we wanna engage in. So to finish off, you know, I very much relate to this criticism, this negative thought stream that obviously raised in a toxic home, all there was was negativity. There was not a whole lot of positivity. And it led to all kinds of depression, mental illness, even suicidal ideation. And it was all a, a result of negative thought streams, negative thinking. And it wasn't until, and ultimately, yes, I developed a strong critic and I was critical of other people in my head. Uh, even if I didn't say the things, I would just think these negative thoughts. And that became, that became my primary paradigm of existence. So it wasn't until I went on that healing journey and realized the power of compassion and just becoming aware, the silent observer of my life and realizing that who I am, the observer, which is who I am, who we all are, is compassionate, it's peaceful, it's loving. So when we can get practice habitually being that person and then observing our self-talk and then adjusting it and changing and shifting out of negativity and uh, inserting positivity, we're really able to create a, a, half, a happy, healthy, and abundant life, such a powerful tool. And we, so many of us don't realize just the way our self-talk is creating our reality. So if we can take responsibility for it and take ownership and then have a different conversation, we can align that conversation with health, abundance, happiness, and really create any dream that we want that is really, really such a powerful tool and, and such an important element of healing. Thank you all so very much for joining me for today's episode. Until next time, all the best.